This is a HeadGum Original. Welcome back to Buckets. We're about 10 games of 82 into the season, and it's time to break our silence with Billy Scafuri. You getting bucket buckets. And we're back, just the two of us, like we never left. Oh, finally. Yeah, all those other guys are kind of getting on my nerves. Yeah, all that dead weight finally gone. The over-under draft is over and under, and we are now exactly-ish 10 games into the season for some teams. The Knicks yeah. have played 10. Mm-hmm. That's right. Six and four? Six and four. Maybe five and four. Seems even more right. Could yeah, be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Lakers are five and five. I remember when I took their overs, you're like, these two teams have very hard schedules, so don't look too into their their score until it's uh, after 10 games. So now we're 10 games in, and they're about 500. That's a good reminder, because I, I remember going into the draft thinking that their first 10 games were really, really hard, and they both have been completely like down the middle average. So we'll take it. I think it's a TV schedule thing. Like The season starts, and they're like, okay, Lakers, you're at Phoenix, then versus the Clippers, then at like... Um, wherever um golden state twice right. and it's just like let's throw lebron into like the biggest marquee in denver for game one it's like let's just relax and i'm looking at the clippers and they're like they play the grizzlies sunday right. at two i'm like why can't i root for a team that just like has some easy games to start the schedule and let's happen. and let's start there let's start with the clippers real quick because oh. they did okay. play the grizzlies and that was beyond a must win it was a should win it was a could only win and yeah. they didn't win they lost, yeah. The I I thought today we should talk about the vibes of teams, some good vibes teams and mm. some bad vibes teams. Good reminder. Uh, those are the two extremes, basically. We got some great vibes going on on one end. We got some really toxic vibes on the other. And then a bunch of teams in the middle, they're just like medium vibes. Medium vibes, even no vibes, one might say. Yeah, which is almost worse than great or bad. But we'll start with the most easily detectable, easily detestable uh, L.A. Clippers Probably the worst vibes in the NBA right now. Which is a shame, because when the season started, it seemed like they were going to have like a renewed attention towards the regular season, and regular season games matter. And then they brought in a new system. They brought, yeah, in, they a, brought in the system. The yeah. system. <laughs> I will. It is a good reminder that during the training camp and preseason, everybody is optimistic. Everybody mm-hmm. is a renewed attention. They're focused. They're ready. They think that this season is the season for mm-hmm. growth. That's literally every player and coach is designed to say that. Yes. And it seemed like they. I believed the Clippers, but why would you bring in Harden, <laughs> a person who is... Only bad vibes. Like, when was the last good, when was the last positive vibes version of James Harden? Houston? I think his first first year in Brooklyn when it was like him, Kyrie, and KD, and they almost beat the Bucks in Mm. the playoffs. Okay. Okay, right. I even forgot about that year. Yeah. So he was was likable then. So that was like, that feels like an outlier to, uh, I'd say, his like last seven years. What was the, what do you think the Clippers, do you think the Clippers wanted Harden as much, or do you think that they wanted to get rid of the Batums and the Rocos of the world because they've just been there too long? No, I don't think it's getting rid of the role players. Like, the role players are the only things that they had going for them. Like, mm-hmm. I think they, for whatever reason, really, really, really wanted James Harden. And I guess you can make a case, oh, he led the NBA in assists last year. If it's just point guard James Harden and we need a point guard, why not get the quote-unquote best point guard at assists? It's weird because statistically he led the NBA in assists. But do you That's remember right. any assist that he threw? Like he just doesn't. I thought there was one to 
um, Tobias Nick Harris. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through one good pass. And I then, don't know. I mean, you look at the did, good... like have a good game against Boston in the playoffs where it's like, wow, Harden is leading the team without Embiid. So like they thought in there was this right. guy and maybe he is still in there, but it's hard to say like, it's hard to throw yourself into a regular season. Just like it's game six, go. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. okay, do you want me to pass? Do you want me to screen? Do you want me to shoot? I, I'm James Harden, so I don't know what you want from me. And there's so many stars on the team. Like, who gets the ball first? Like, whose offense is it? You know, it just doesn't seem like there's any sort of hierarchy of, like, first option Kawhi, second option PG, or, you know, vice versa. It's just a messy team. It's a messy team. And even when they weren't messy, they... Honestly, the best vibes they had was before Kawhi and Paul George. That's like Lou Mm -hmm. Will and Pat Bev. And like, oh, this is a good place for two superstars to join. Again... I. It should be said that I don't like the Clippers, so I'm happy to see them fail. Yes. But even this is a little sadistic for me. Even yeah. this is like, okay, maybe this is too much. Maybe it they w- should win a game. It was yesterday when they lost to the Grizzlies where it was just like, dear God, the Grizzlies have no one. They didn't even have Xavier Tillman. You know, yeah. like they didn't have anybody. And, they were one and eight. And their and- one win was against Portland. <laughs> Who you guys squeaked past yesterday. Squeaked. 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 Yeah. The yeah. NBA put out a uh, tweet that said the Lakers inched past the Blazers. I was like, inch? I would say that's Damn. Yeah, Damn. we won by an inch. We won by an inch. But that's that's a home game without LeBron. It's like mm-hmm. the worst version of the Lakers. And yeah, we inched. We inched, inched past the worst team in the NBA. Would you say that the Clippers are the worst vibes currently in the NBA? Yeah. Bulls, I mean, have, Bulls some, have some bad vibes. Bulls have bad vibes. They had the team meeting after one game. But they're <laughs> winning occasionally and they seem to like each other and like, you see, like, Alex Caruso doing cool things, and the crowd yeah. is into it. Yeah. The crowd is that not helps. into it. The in, crowd is not in LA. into it. In, in LA. LA. Yeah, it the Clippers crowd is not into this. Not into it. I mean, I again, I can't feel bad for Clippers fans because they're a rival, and I want them to suffer. But they're really suffering. What, did they do that? Do the fans dislike the team more with Harden? Yes. Like, so the fans haven't been charmed by Harden. No. No, no, no. no. <laughs> do you see his uh, home... So they they won they were like three and one or three and two then they lost three games on the road yeah and then Harden came in maybe four games on the road then the Harden came in and he had his home opener yesterday yes they the welcome party him up yeah, yeah. James Harden <clears throat> you share a toilet flush <laughs> <laughs> it was oh no and then what he did was worse and then it was bat prove me wrong and they did not prove. The crowd wrong. The yeah. crowd was like, show me something. You want me to cheer? Show me something. Yep. Did not show me something. I tell you, it's like the Celtics getting Drew Holiday. That's that's a good team player that you could just bring onto a team and the team gets better. Harden is yeah. not that. Harden is like such a, a circus. He's so much more than just basketball or playing point guard. It's just so messy. Well, that's what I thought. The Clippers were smart. Like, I always thought the Lakers were the team that stars. Chase. Right. All right, let's fucking package role players and picks for Russell Westbrook because it's a splashy XMVP. Mm-hmm. Like the Yankees or the Knicks. They just need a fucking face on a poster. They're of course. To care about team building. The Clippers are like the methodical ones. Let's sign Luke Kennard and Nick Batum and yep. win on the edges and stuff. And this is like they saw what the Lakers did that submarine two seasons for them. And they said, yep. we want that like 10x. Like yep. we don't want, we don't just want Russ, which they also got. Yes. We <laughs> want to trade four point cards. Four role playing point guard Rocco, Nick Batum, power forwards, uh, Kevin Martin Jr., yeah, um, 
and a fourth one I already Marcus forget. Morris. Marcus Morris. Yes, these are four guys that play stretch five for them, which is, you know, arguably the most important position in modern sure. basketball. Sure. All gone. Yep, gone. Goodbye forever. Not on your team anymore. <laughs> and you get another guard. You have Terrence Mann, who's mm-hmm. their star youngster. Mm-hmm. You have Norm Powell. Mm-hmm. And then you have um, Russell Westbrook, for whatever reason. And then you add James, James Harden. Harden. It was such an obvious bad fit. And it's already blown up in ways even worse than we could have possibly imagined. And to make matters worse, Plumley sprains his knee. Like first Didn't or help. second game. Like your other Didn't big help. guy. Didn't like help. now Zubac has to play 46 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and if just... it's not him, it's P.J. Tucker. Mm, yeah. Who, by the way, is shorter than those four guys they sent. There you go. There you go. And he and... doesn't want to shoot. So, I mean, you have that going for him. That guy doesn't ultimately want to shoot. I mean, it's kind of obvious whenever you ship up a, a superstar out for like, it's like the Carmelo Anthony to uh, the Knicks trade. It's like... Yes. You kind of just want five good role players if you already have an awesome player. And it's already paying dividends for Philly because they got... Dude. Maybe talking about the opposite vibes. They got they sent they, out Harden, and they got great vibes, and they already had great vibes. Period. Best vibes. They're 8-1. and vibes. One. I think they might yeah. have best vibes. They're 8-1, and one, and Tyrese Maxey is so much better than James Harden. It's crazy. He's like he's object like he's not as famous, I guess. His name doesn't yeah. carry as much weight. He doesn't know Lil Baby, but like yeah. Tyrese Maxey is such a better teammate and basketball player. He dropped fifty, didn't he? Just drop fifty, drop fifty, and he's shooting fifty, forty, ninety on the season, and he's only had like ten turnovers in ten games. Right, like, seems the, joyful. He, you could ar- you could argue that he's like one of the top two point guards in the East. It's like him and Halliburton, I guess. I don't know who else there is. Speaking of vibes, Indiana, top four team Great in the vibes. East. There's, they're, vibes. they're the Kings East, right? They, I, they feel like last year's Kings now in the East. Which is funny because Tyrese Halliburton came from those Kings. That's right. That's right. They, the Kings could have had Fox and Halliburton. They wanted some size. A trade, not as bad as the Harden trade, obviously, but uh, it's definitely helped Indy. And Indy's fun. I mean, we're watching Indy play, and it's just like, by 4.12 p.m., they're up 31 to 12 or something. On yeah, learn from my mistakes. Only bet the over. If you're going to bet on a side of the line, they will score 140 points a game. They will score seven (laughs) points a minute. It is intense. And they will let that up on the defensive end, too. That's right. It's really (laughs) tough to watch. I bet the under, I think, twice in a row. And I was like, learn, Billy. Learn. Because it keeps going up. It just wouldn't stop. 244. It wouldn't stop. Each possession, teams were getting three, 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 three. I was like, that was just 36 points in like four minutes. (laughs) I'm like so stressed. (laughs) Miles Turner, great uh, shot. It looks like whenever Mm -hmm. he shoots a three, I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. Super high arcing, high release points, swishes at the end. Miles Turner, great shot maker. How would you define, or how would you, uh, yeah, how would you define Halliburton's form on his shot? Uh, unorthodox for sure. He definitely mm-hmm. has a release point that's as far away from his chin as mm. probably <laughs> anybody else in the NBA. Mm-hmm. His release point, I think, is a yard away from his head. <laughs> I'm doing it now, and that feels about right. A good two feet away. Yeah, extend your arm all the way, but still make a right angle. And then your release point is basically at the max extension away from your head. That's the Halliburton shot. And the offhand, his left hand, is just far in away. the area. <laughs> it's like equally far away from the ball. Like that's just like a, like a presentational offhand. It's doing nothing. That's right. Yeah. Right. Which and is it, sort of what you're supposed to do, but he takes it to the extreme. And 
it goes way, in. Great shooter. It goes great in. Great shooter. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Best shooter and probably the best passer in the NBA. I think they're my league pass team right now. Hate to, fun. Hate to report it uh, because yeah. they, I just only lose indie bets. I can't seem to get those ones right. But yeah, they're pretty must watch. Halliburton is they're just awesome. such a joy. Yes, Halliburton's a joy, and uh, Matherin's fun, and mm-hmm. Turner's fun, and Heald comes in, and he mm-hmm. starts making threes. They just have no—there's no rest. Even yeah. their bench is high-octane. Yeah. It's like the only time they don't score is when Obi Toppin takes a three. And I don't mean to, <laughs> I don't mean to throw dirt on my boy, but it's like one of those things where when you bet the under, you're like, just give it to Obi in the corner. <laughs> give it to Obi in the He's corner. <laughs> For a reason. He's open. Did he, did he, do, did he hit a uh, between-the-legs dunk mid-game? Did I see uh, that correctly? Yeah, he did that in like the first game. And I think we yeah. talked about this on uh, the, or maybe in like preseason or something. And like the NBA tweeted it out and I was like, you guys are going to get over that pretty quick. Like, <laughs> that novelty washes away pretty fast. Uh, but it's not affecting them at all. Like having OB plus 12 shooters is, turns out a recipe for a great offense. Their problem is that they can't really stop anybody. But if you're looking for a, just a good vibes team. Yeah, just, just go there. Just tune into Indy. Especially because they're traditionally like an East Coast slow it down. Exactly. Reggie Miller, Dale Davis winning 87 to 83 kind of game. No, is it coaching? Is it Halliburton? What, it, what, what and why do, they, why do they play like that is the question. I think it's both. I think it's Rick Carlisle who's you know, right. was awesome with Dallas. Right. Plus maybe the best point guard in the East. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you been watching Dallas? Speaking of, I know that you took their under. First pick under Dallas. I thought they would have had... Negative vibes. Yeah. Preseason, weird, weird reports coming out. Nobody's really happy. Luca and Kyrie didn't seem to win a lot at the end of last year. Uh, they're kind of doing what Indy's doing, but even a little bit better. They're just outscoring teams. Got it's it. just the, this is maximum Luca, mm-hmm. and he's just willing teams to like, whenever they're down 12, like you, re- you refresh the score, and it's like, oh, they're actually up 13 because they right. made eight threes in a row. Luca. Luca and Kyrie. Is Kyrie playing? I feel like he's always on the injury report. Yeah, he played yesterday. He played really well. Let me see what he did. What do you think uh, about this year has made him more quiet than previous years? I don't know. I thought he'd be outspoken about uh, what's going on in the Middle East. He hasn't said a thing. Weird. I don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> like, should we be worried? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't tweeted anything out recently. Um, yeah, he's Kyrie had like 38 points last night. He's been great. Okay, there you have it. Yeah, I haven't watched and an ounce of Dallas basketball. Him and Luca have been like, you know, solid with one another. I don't know why. And like, yeah, if he rests, Luca just takes op- over even more. Right, right. And um, my first pick was the Bucks. I took the Bucks under. And I kind of blamed it on an injury, a phantom injury. It's like a very like, the team has so many stars that if you lose one, it's just uh, you're like at a weakness or something. Yeah. It's not that exactly. What would, how would you describe? Is it just no defense? Why are the Bucks bad? Yeah, I think it's trading, shifting Drew Holiday for Dame mm-hmm. shifted like their defense completely 180 degrees. Mm-hmm. And Giannis is trying to do a Luka impression, scoring 54 points, but they can't slow anybody down enough to win. Yeah, and that was always like, it doesn't seem like they got enough credit for how good they were at defense. In retrospect, they were like really good at defense. Yeah, I mean they have Drew, but then they they still have Giannis and Brook Lopez. I don't know why that's not even close to enough. Yeah, I've been watching them. Brook Lopez doesn't seem like Brook Lopez of the previous few years, and maybe he'll like find his form. But that team had they look the Bucks look like they could be this kind of average all season, like not just like this. They're finding their rhythms right now. This seems like they could only win like forty five games. 
yes, it's in play. But then the opposite is also in play. We're like, Dame has been sitting a little out. Right. Like, every team that's five and four is like just a few missed made shots away from being six and two. Good so call. It's like, it's very right now on a razor's edge, like who's five and five versus who's seven and three is like mm-hmm. almost imperceptibly different. What about the Rockets? Have you watched any Rockets yet? Great vibes. I mean, elite vibes, right? I took their under as well, hoping that cool. players <laughs> nice. plus Jeff Green wouldn't matter. Turns out they're very good. Is Fred Van Fleet playing? Yes, and he's playing well. He is playing well. Because like in yeah. all of the graphics and stuff, like they never like highlight him. They never show him. And I'm like, yeah. but I'm sure he has something to do with it. In like the highlight packages, it's never him. Because they have some yeah, young, yeah. fun players. He had like a big part of that Pelicans comeback. I guess they were down like double digits late versus the Pelicans at home. And mm-hmm. Van Vliet hit a couple threes. And it's like, oh, Tom, turns out you do need a point guard in the NBA to play well. That's usually it. And they just beat the Nuggets yesterday. Did they? Yeah. How? Great question. <laughs> I didn't watch. It was a Great busy vibes. day for me. It was the vibes. Home vibes too. Like young team home, crowd mm-hmm. energized, mm-hmm. Jalen Green doing mm-hmm. Jalen Green things. I think I saw the worst vibes in a presser. Uh, this morning on Twitter. Do you know which player I'm talking about? Probably the worst vibes I've seen in years, someone talking about. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Well, you just mentioned his team, the Pelicans. Uh Zion was like out of breath and near tears, saying like, I hate it here. Was (laughs) that after a game? Why was he out of breath? Dude, he was like out of breath. (laughs) Like he had no breath left. Or like it was a post-game thing, but it wasn't. I mean... You get a few minutes to catch your breath. Like, I get yeah. if you're still sweating, maybe, but breath? You could catch yeah. your breath. Zion has been playing. I don't understand why the Pelicans haven't been winning. He's sad. Well, I mean, the C.J. McCollum of it all doesn't help. He's, that's your yeah. point guard. But, I mean, he, he, he seemed like he wanted to just, like, cry it out a little bit in that press conference. I was like, bad vibes. But they were, like, two years ago, like, when they got hot and almost beat the Suns, like, they were like, this is America's team. They were kind of like what the Thunder are now. Like, everyone's like, you're 22, 24, 25 mm-hmm. years old. They're coming together at the right time. Mm-hmm. Jose Alvarado. Yep. No. 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 <laughs> Remember Herbert Jones? Yeah, he's, he's was, a little hurt. He's a little hurt. Yeah. I think that everyone had a really cool coming out party that season where it was like yes. Grand Theft Alvarado. He like hides in the corner. And it was like, That's okay, right. cool. Like there was all these like novelty things happening. And then at some point it was like, we've seen it all. I think we've seen it all. And Brandon Ingram has plateaued in this league, it seems. It's weird. It's really weird because they were playing so, so well a year ago or mm-hmm. two years ago when they were all healthy. They mm-hmm. seem to be like they can't be beat. And for whatever reason, they haven't been able to recapture that magic this year. Yeah. When Delkin on the over-under draft, he like gave the counter argument for why the Pelicans will be good this year. And I was uh-huh. convinced. I was like, totally. So like on paper, like I can be convinced. But you watch one of their games and you're like, something's sad. Well, Zion was the original Wemby. Like, when he was a rookie, he was must-see TV. Right. Now, like, full games are happening, and I haven't seen anything from Zion. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, like, Wemby will have a better career than Zion, right? Is that safe to say? It seems like it's on that trajectory. But Zion was also, like, 25, 8-8 when he was playing. So I don't know why. What's going on there? Do you think it's, like, 22-year-old Zion is sustainable at 27? Do you think that, like, that way of playing is, like, has a short shelf life before, like, you just can't well, keep he's not doing really, it. He's not really dunking over people is the weird thing. Like exactly. He's affecting the game below the rim. He's just very quick and explosive still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's I wonder really if, weird. I wonder if he's sad that maybe he's just like not the same player he was a couple of years ago. Because there's something what? like going on in his head. Like he was yeah. like out of breath and sad and scared. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't it was a really like interesting thing to watch. <laughs> 
he did just have a child. Is it possible it's that? Was that confirmed? Was that his personal reason? Why? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe it's that. Okay. Maybe it's that. If, you, if you're an NBA player and you have a child, yeah. are you doing like normal dad stuff? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think he's like up at night helping? I think you can afford baby. a night nurse. I think you can like drop the $2,000 a month or however much yeah. it is and have someone take care of the And then baby also yet. a day nurse. And yeah. then also an extra nurse. Yeah. And then also an everything nurse. Yeah. You're, you're, you can afford it. You've got a couple extra thousand dollars in your pocket. Plus he has to fly to... Phoenix tomorrow. Right. That's wild yeah, how they do have baby and then they just like get on a private jet and have to leave immediately. Yeah. How's the four year old? Yeah. Oh good. The the night nurse is taking what about a night Nick nurse? What Go do you think on. that would look like? Yeah. I think it would look like Nick Nurse at night. Yeah. <laughs> like so it's Nick. Nick Nurse, but he comes at eight. <laughs> yeah. Helps you put the baby down. Yep. And it's just there if the baby cries, feeding him every two hours. Good job, Nick Nurse. With uh, with Philly, not to go back to Philly, but like they look like a, they look fast, they look fresh. Like that team was getting pretty dusty. Like we had seen Embiid, like you know, middling. They look fast and scary. I'll tell you, I've been to a hospital recently. The doc to nurse transition sometimes can be wow. How have we not? How have we not? (laughs) Was that in Philadelphia newspapers? Like that's a no brainer. Had to have been. Had to have been. What the hell? Not bad. You went from. You went from a dusty doc to like a fresh nurse. Mm-hmm. And it, it just felt like Nick Nurse was at outstate as welcome, but he was still a very good coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nick Nurse I, is, he, he, if I was a Philly fan, I'd feel so happy that A, doc is gone. B, Harden is gone. C, nurse is here. D, Tyrese is our point guard. Like, it's just like, what a fresh air. Just fresh air. Fresh air. <laughs> like, this feels good and fun. <laughs> yeah. Like, they were up 3 2 against Boston. Yeah. And they blew it. Oh, and yeah. they're like, I'm in basketball hell. Mm-hmm. James mm-hmm. Harden is here. Doc Rivers is here. And this will just keep happening forever. Everything I- is gone, and they're playing great. Yeah, good for them. Um, Sixers over. Another one of my late round great picks. I've really? The best and worst picks in our over-under draft. I had the op- opportunity to go either Clippers over or Lakers under. And I didn't want to be a Lakers hater, and I went Clippers over, and I'm regretting it. Because <laughs> you can't even find joy in the the hearted meltdown. There's nothing. There's them. nothing good happening. There's nothing. Like, and it was so obvious to me. It's like so much easier to lose in the NBA than it is to win in the NBA. Yeah. So it always defaults towards the under. Like yeah. one team is getting 45, the other one's getting 44, and I was like, no, I'll take the harder choice. I'll take the harder choice, and now I'm a Harden fan. I will say I don't think the Clippers are going to lose every game from here on out. Okay. Well, that actually is optimistic. I appreciate I don't that. think they're 0-5 with Harden. I don't think they'll go 0-70 or whatever it is. But imagine they do. Wow. That would be very funny. <laughs> yeah. Lustick would win the draft for sure. <laughs> That's a safe bet. That's a very safe bet. Have you watched any Knicks? Uh, yes. Another one of my overs. They're, um, I mean, we've talked about the good vibes teams have been Indy, mm-hmm. Houston, mm-hmm. Philly. Mm-hmm. Bad vibes. Clippers, 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 Clippers. Um, New Clippers, Orleans, Milwaukee, New Orleans, pretty dusty vibes, New Orleans. And then there's everything in between. And that, I think that includes the Knicks. They're like, you know, sometimes fine, sometimes mm-hmm. losing against great teams, be- beating bad teams. They're fine. Like the vibes are right. Uh, RJ Barrett is vibes are right. RJ Barrett is having uh, his best year to date. I don't know if you've been following him, which is great. No, not at all. Yep. He's averaging like 20. <laughs> it's like 22, 7, and 5. He's like, he just has like big numbers, and Randall's numbers have gone way down, which is interesting. Yeah. Randall is not a great vibes guy early on in the year so far. You know who could use Randall? Are the Clippers. Interesting. 
Interesting. A big power forward. dominant lefty kind of <laughs> guy that sulks when things aren't coming. Needs 22 play. shots a game. <laughs> Can they trade their last four power forwards? Yes. Forward? Is that safe? <laughs> yes. Is that in play? Nick Celtics uh, tonight. Should be interesting. Yes. they. Uh, the Celtics have looked great against some inferior opponents, and I've started to lose as of late. But if the Knicks win tonight, I think that'll be a big step out of out of the medium towards the good vibes. Yep, yep. What do you think about the Celtics? Are you, have you been watching them at all? Yeah, they're great when they're all healthy and playing, yeah. unfortunately. And Porzingis I, looks like the best version of Porzingis. It's tough. I mean, that can't stay, right? They can't sustain. There's no... The basketball gods wouldn't allow Kristaps Porzingis in a Boston Celtics jersey to raise the Larry O'Brien tough. That doesn't tough. feel right. And then they have, like, a good bench, too. Like, I know Derek White's a starter, but, like, he's their fifth option. And then Horford just shows up. I don't know. And you're yeah. like, good God. These guys are going to be yeah. good. They're good. Yeah. Tough. yeah. Tough. They are sadly good. I'm hoping a team like New York or Cleveland or Philly mm. um, puts it together and gives them a run for their money and they lose in the playoffs. Yeah. But they're definitely looking like the team to beat. Yeah. They're, they're really elite. Have you? Cleveland is having a bit of a dud start to their season. Yeah, they had a rough start with injuries, but I yeah. think they've won their last few games in impressive fashion. I oh, think they're okay. when they got their big four, they're Mitchell and Garland and Allen and Mobley. So Allen's back. You're confirming Allen's that. Back. Okay, that's yeah. a big piece they needed. They just beat. They just punked the Warriors at home. There you go. The Warriors. That was yeah. the dream on Donovan Mitchell shoving that. When do we suspend? Like, <laughs> can we? Can you and I suspend Draymond? Like, he's so. He's just like so annoying, and it's annoying that we have to constantly say how annoying he is. Like, there's just no way. He's just an annoying figure. He's an irritant. I feel like I've said yeah, that before. Irritant. Yeah, he's uh, and he's only getting more Draymond is the thing. Mm, yeah, he's and not getting any less Draymond. No, no, and now he has a podcast. It's all a mess. Like, it's just did so you see much. Him, did you see him shove Donovan Mitchell? Yes. Give him the chicken wing as somebody else was shooting a layup. Yeah. And then Donovan Mitchell came back and shoved him, and then That's they good. both got a technical. Draymond gets ejected, and he's yelling at his home crowd, I guess? Yeah, that's what you were saying yesterday. You were like, who is he even taunting at this point? Like he's Taunting the richest fans in the NBA sitting courtside. That at are here to see game. you. <laughs> that are here yes. to, to root you on. Yes. Warriors, very medium vibes. They're better than last year, but they're 1-3 at home. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not a Warriors believer. I don't know why. Like, Steph is obviously Steph, but there's just something about that team where I'm like, I think the best days are behind us. Could be wrong. I think that's correct. I think it's Clay and Draymond have lost a step, mm -hmm. and they haven't really made up for that. Their whole two-timeline thing hasn't come to fruition. Yeah, the Kamingas of the world, the Moody's of the world, they haven't, like, popped. Yeah. Right. They're solid, but they're not, like, doing the Tyrese Maxey bump. Yeah. It feels like every team's going to need a Tyrese Maxey. Like the Knicks have uh Emmanuel quickly and it's kind yeah. of like this new version of like a guard where it's like really like it almost like flitters around. Like it moves like in really like funny fast ways and it's just like this and I don't know there's just like a faster approach to the way that they play that it feels yeah. like the good teams are starting to like have at least one of them or at least yeah, try to have one of them. A lot of bucket combo guards. I mean Reeves was supposedly that for the Lakers. What's happening? What's happening there? He's been very hot and cold. He's started rough. And the thinking was like, yeah, either like the haters are like, see, this is what happens when you game plan for you. Like, yeah, you can right. Figure out your stuff. That's kind of valid. Skeptical about that. Okay. And then some people are saying that 
oh, he got paid, so he's like working less on his game. That's uh, definitely not it. Maze. That's yeah. definitely <laughs> not it. Is it? No. Uh, and then there's just he had a long summer. He like mm. went into deep in the playoffs, straight to the World Cup, and his legs aren't underneath him now. Okay, that's valid. Maybe. That's potentially valid. Or maybe he's had four bad games in an eight-game stretch, and in 20 games, this will be a, a blip on the radar, and yeah. that will go back to the normal 19, 5-5 five five Austin Reeves. He's, he's had a few good games mixed into it now, so it kind of feels like he's starting to figure things out. But they moved him to the bench. No, really? Yeah, yeah they, started, they started playing Cam Reddish over him. How does that make you feel? Because we all know, at least I should say that our text chain knows, and maybe we talked about it on Buckets. You've relentlessly made fun of the Portland Trailblazers for needing Cam Reddish. They They traded us Josh Josh Hart, Hart, who we love. I wanted to retire in Nick. But the (laughs) the Blazers needed Cam Reddish. Needed Cam. You said it forever. It was always funny. It was always insulting to Blazers fans. Then the the Lakers get, get him. It's playing pretty well. Game winner? Game winner? He missed a game winner in Miami. Okay, LeBron so, so he's taking multiple. He's taking multiple game winners. He's getting the shot. He's out there. He's out there as a closing five because supposedly he's like pretty good at guarding like the other team's longest defender. He's very tall. He's very he's very he's long like, and very athletic. Yes, so he's like, out of control. We're trying to harness that to just like stay in front of KD. So like he okay. did that pretty well and hit a corner. Th- and then the next game he hit a quarter three to. Win the Lakers. The well, he the, missed the, the first one. Phoenix. He missed the first one, right? And then uh, AD got the rebound, kicked it to LeBron, yeah. kicked it back to him, and then he splashed the second one. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, great. And then yesterday he played well again and get with in LeBron's absence. So I don't know. I don't want to get too into Cam Reddish because it's like these are the kind of guys. Yeah, I'm realizing late in life where it's like great players and bad players can both have great games. Mm-hmm. The great players just do it literally every, every game. single game. Yes. That's the hard part of being a great player. Consistency. Yes. Yeah. Because if you're a bad player, you can have great games, but then also you'll have bad games. That's right. LeBron, Jokic, Embiid, no bad games. Jokic. Very hard to do. Jokic, truly <laughs> no bad games. Like, Not I texted you. Game. I texted you. You were like, he, the guy doesn't have a bad game. And I was like, yeah, but what about yesterday? Because I saw him he miss, lost. like, three bunnies. Not many, yeah. but this wasn't even yesterday, yesterday. This was, like, a week ago. But he missed, yeah. like, three bunnies. And, like, there were all these just, like, shots he always makes. And then you sent me his line for the game. And I was like, 27, 10, and 11. <laughs> it was yeah. like, oh, that was his bad day. That was his off bad day. bad game is him getting one of the best games anybody will ever have. Unbelievable. He is unguardable one-on-one mm-hmm. he's the best shooter in the nba mm-hmm. and the best passer in the nba mm-hmm. he's never injured because he doesn't run and he doesn't jump doesn't jump huge <laughs> he'll never land on someone's ankle and if he did he would disintegrate their foot yes he's that opening game against the lakers which you're supposed to you know take off because you swept them and then you won the title in the totally. spring night let's take it easy we're hungover still i just got back from serbia right wrecked no. Wrecked. wrecked him wrecked. he sees ad and his eyes light up okay. right you can't do i got it. a mismatch against <laughs> the defensive okay. player of the year so then mismatch. Who, yeah so then who can guard you well i don't understand who to throw at a Jokic. full health every team is at full health the whole nba no one yeah. is injured who yeah. is your who do you think is the odds on favorite to D- uh denver win? denver still yeah yeah buzzsaw Jokic. well-oiled machine <laughs> done Jokic. it before Plus, knows what it takes. Shooters plus awesome point guard. What happened to Jamal Murray? Is he still hurt? Yeah, he's hurt again. He's out for about a month with a hammy injury. That's what I heard. That really sucks because there's like 
He's so good. It's very easy to forget. He's as good as Donovan Mitchell. Like he's that yes. good, right? Yeah, he's a he's an absolute bucket. And like when Jokic is slightly tired, he just gives the ball to Murray and makes a very very difficult contested, fading leaning either three every time or two or every time. They're dangerous. They're scary. I I'm don't know. I don't know how to beat them. I'm still in a place where, like you said, it's like nine, ten games into the season where like I just haven't been tracking every single team quite yet. But I was yeah. under the impression that Miami had hadn't won a game yet this season. Yeah, they're six and four. Miami six and four, dog. Did not know that. I thought Me they were one neither. and four. Me Have they t- won five in a row. That's is that so funny that we know that everyone has played ten games, but we were certain that Miami was one and four. And yes, yeah. they have won five in a row. Oh, okay, good on them. That's how it works. I know six the Lakers are one of them for sure. Yeah, how they beat Wemby yesterday. Yeah, they well, beat Wemby yesterday. When they yeah. play, they're pretty good when they're like fully healthy. It's like. Oh, yeah, Jimmy Butler is a very good basketball player. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bam Adebayo is a very good basketball player. Mm-hmm. Duncan Robinson making moves, making Wemby miss him. Is he playing? Is Duncan Robinson? Because I remember in the playoffs, like, they just basically shut He's down playing. Duncan Robinson. And Hero played against the Lakers. I'm like, this guy's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if Portland was right to not want him. He's pretty fucking good right now. Yeah. Yeah, Miami is no vibes, though, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Heat culture. Sure. Vibeless. <laughs> Uh, I feel like heat culture actually is like intentionally vibeless. <laughs> yeah. In early in the regular season, for sure. They got bigger, longer term goals. Yeah. Yeah. Good vibes. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Maybe the best vibes. I mean, Minnesota, man. They're they another beat Boston, one. They beat Denver and they beat the Warriors. They're one of these teams where you just can't trust them. Like ever, like, or at least I can't. Like I've, I've always had like a piece of them in some sort of betting and they always lose this season. Have they put it together? It seems like the Conley quietly that helps a lot. Like that's really like steadying. There's yep. There's good things. I'll tell you. Like Cat is like the fourth option on that team right now. Nobody's thinking about Cat. Nobody. Like I'm watching it and like he gets it. And I'm like, oh yeah, Cat's on this team. That's why. I wonder how. I haven't seen a lot of Wolves games. I'm wondering how important he is. As it or is he taking a backseat to uh, Anthony Edwards? Because. Edwards he's, has he's, all the highlights. He's definitely taking a backseat to Anthony yeah. Edwards. Like Anthony Edwards has, I think, led the team in scoring in all but one game. It led the team in assists in all but one game. He like Got it. averages. Like he's just he's the ball goes through Anthony Edwards right now. And I kind of wonder That's if good. if Cat likes that. If like yeah, Cat doesn't strike me as a guy. He's kind of the Anthony Davis type, where it's like I'm a very 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 solid number two option. Yeah. But Whether he doesn't I, have that dog, dog in him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. You need that. You can't can't have a dog. You know no, what I mean? No. You either I are the dog. Have a dog in them. No. You, 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 if you're not a dog, you can't fake being a dog either. Yes. Like, especially when Anthony Edwards shows up, who has so much vibes, and he doesn't have the same issues that Austin Reeves might be having right now. Like, well, he didn't go deep into the playoffs, but he did play through the summer, and he, he is just he's fine. He's better every game. He's getting he's better. He's an athlete. He's getting better every single game. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should talk about Wemby. He's played 10 games since we've talked about him. Greatest NBA player of all time? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Is that safe to say? The vibes have to be impeccable, right? Like, if you're a San Antonio I mean, there fan, are some games where I see the Spurs, I'm like, oh, they're already the best team in the NBA. Yeah. They, they were projected at 28 and a half wins this season. Safe to assume they're going to beat that. Well, they've also had some games where Wemby's kind of a non-factor and they don't play that well. So, have you watched much those like games? Much like nineteen-year-olds, they're three and seven. Much right. like a 19-year-old, just very wildly inconsistent. Like, sure, there are some games where Wemby has like thirty points and mm-hmm. six threes, and you're like, holy shit, he blocked four shots, and he's just like, there was one game where the, against the Suns where they just kept feeding him the ball, and he kept 
tipping it in or catching it above them. Like they figured it out. That game. And then there are some games where they don't do that at all. That game against the Suns was bananas. <laughs> do you know that's awesome. where? So you and I obviously gamble and. I've been on one of the cultish streaks of my life, and uh-huh. it's been a running joke between yeah. you, me, and Jesse. <laughs> but that game where KD got the ball ripped out of his hands with like three seconds left, and then they that scored was the again. the origin of it. I haven't won since then. <laughs> and I was on like a heater. But that game was just like, it broke my brain. Like the last five seconds. They were of that up game. 20. Yeah. Didn't matter. <laughs> Didn't matter. How are the vibes in Phoenix, would you say? Bad. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. I mean, it's KD and it's kind of Booker and kind of Beal, but not all three of them together yet. What's up with Booker exactly? He was like was healthy for game one, played point guard, yeah. played it really well, and then yep. has just had a foot injury. Yeah, now it's like something. It was an ankle. Now it's a hamstring. Now Ooh. it's like something is not entirely right. And hmm. he's very, very good, and he's not playing. And the Suns just don't have enough firepower. Kevin Durant, they're thirty-six year old or whatever he is. Yeah. He's like. All right, I'll play again. I'm fine. I'm healthy. Every every game, like LeBron, healthy every game. And it's like Gabe Vincent's out for two weeks and Vando's out for three weeks. It's like it just shows you how freakishly athletic KD and yes. LeBron are. Like they're 37, 10 years older than these guys who are like, ah, my ankle's not right. It's like, dude, your ankle's not right. You're fucking 26. Figure it out. Feel? Figure it out. <laughs> I was I'm 10 when you were born. Like, give me a break, literally. Yeah. And then, like, Durant sits and's like, oh, 12 0 run by the other team. And Durant's like, oh, all right. Let's, let's do, do it again. again. Do it again. <laughs> Took me 28 minutes to build up a four point lead, and you guys couldn't hold it for the three <laughs> minutes I'm resting. It's hard to be a super team, man. Like, you're putting so many eggs in a basket. Like, sometimes you just need a team. Just a team of good players. Maybe this is the NBA figuring it out. Like, Suns, yes, they lack depth. One person's hurt. It's not good enough. Uh, Clippers, you're adding MVP, MVP, MVP. It's like, you guys were fine. Like, Paul George is awesome. Yes. Kawhi Leonard is awesome. Yes. Everyone else should be a role player. The Sixers are the model <laughs> right now. I can't believe I'm saying that. A team that yes. had Ben Simmons, had Harden, all of these people. They're the model. They just have they, a lot of good. They goods. kind of accidentally yes. became That's right. into. Yes. That's they right. didn't build this team. They're just like, we want Harden. Oh, shit. He's disgruntled. Now he wants to leave. All right. Well, we'll draft. They almost didn't get Maxi. They, they got him like 21st. Because mm-hmm. like their pick was like top 20 protected and yep. OKC was going to take him. Mm-hmm. And then OKC got the 21st pick, so they traded it to Philly, and mm-hmm. Philly took Maxi on a flyer, and now he's replacing James Harden. He's amazing. Yeah. Speaking of OKC, thoughts? Good vibes. Good vibes. Chet. Like, Wemby, Chet's I wonder awesome. if Chet is pissed that Wemby has just taken so much shine from the look how long and tall this guy is. Because, like, Chet yeah. has seven block games. Chet has 25-point games. This is his rookie year, correct me if yep. I'm wrong. Yeah, he had one of those deferred. He's like a red sh- red shirt yeah. sophomore. Yeah, exactly. And like Chet's not getting like the Sports Center like lead story, even though he's putting up crazy numbers. And OKC looks extremely competent. Yeah, SGA is great. Chet is great. Giddy and the Thunder are yeah. Giddy's awesome. Giddy Dort Jalen Williams. I mean, like they have talent. Rockets Thunder right now are fourth and fifth in the West. Broken game is broken. really funny. You think <laughs> you think forty games in they're still top eight? No, I do no. not. Well, not the Rockets, but I do think the Thunder will be. Mm. Between the two, you think the Thunder are the better team? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Rockets, I think, are catching lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes like a couple games against shitty opponents where it's like, all right, they've won three games in a row, but they're bad opponents. Right. And then they play the good opponents. Like They got so much good 
confidence and momentum mm-hmm. of reps and it like carries on mm-hmm. sometimes it's the opposite like the lakers played a very difficult like four games it was like phoenix and clippers and golden state and then they played like orlando and it's it's hard to flip the switch just like that quickly as well so totally. they got like smoked by orlando smoked by houston and then it's like these things just compound exponentially it's hard to dig yourself out of that hole and in their like in their defense teams are getting smoked by orlando this year like Orlando Orlando's beat great. Orlando beat Milwaukee by like a healthy amount yesterday. Was it yesterday that they beat them? Two days yeah, ago, something like maybe that. Maybe two days ago. Yeah. Orlando's awesome. Franz Wag- Wagner is awesome. Vibes. Suggs is playing great. Yeah, but great uh, vibes. Ban- is it Bancaro? Is he the is he the dog? Bancaro and Wagner are like the one and two over there. They're kind of like the Kawhi and Paul George, the the two wings that are like six ten and right. can do anything on a basketball court. Yeah, they could be that team that you look up halfway through the season and it's like, they're 31 and 19? Yeah. <laughs> how the hell through 50? Like, how did they do that? Yeah, and Suggs is playing great. Like, this guy who was kind of a, a bust for his first two years is... Um, he had a crazy college career or a crazy tournament, perhaps? Yeah, he had that buzzer beater with Gonzaga against UCLA. That's right. He had like a half quarter. That's right, that's right. And they fold... I mean, I guess it's a good place if you don't want attention. To just like get good, right? Yes, exactly. Like They're just the like opposite. You're not a national team. Philadelphia. Yeah. Send us your you're weary, you're tired, you're broken. Like Ben Simmons would be a great fit. Perfect. But they already have Fultz, and Fultz yeah. was Ben Simmons. <laughs> so we we can't do that again. That's correct. Yeah. Um I feel like we talked about all the good and the bad. There's some ones that we haven't talked about at all, which is fine. Yeah. Like, sorry, sorry, Raptors. You're just yeah, an, Raptors. you don't have, if you don't have vibes, there's not much to talk about right now. Hornets, Orlando. Or sorry, Hornets, Utah. Hornets. Have you watched any Hornets? Like Lamelo seems bad this year. Maybe I'm wrong. I've seen two games and I'm like, he doesn't care what's happening. <laughs> I think he's doing awesome things offensively. Okay. And then not winning basketball games. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not a winner. Just a highlight machine. Correct. Not a winner. He just crushes a lot. There you go. A lot, a lot. Look at that. I'm not a winner. I just crush a lot. Blazers won three games somehow. They're yeah. back to their losing ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough to tell which three and 16 will be three and 20 and which ones will be like nine and 10 or something. And like. it's usually the trade deadline that will determine that. Like when teams become sellers and it's like, oh, like I have yep. their over. Yeah. And now they're. <laughs> fucking slamming on the e-brake like, yeah we got to win two games the last 30 dude and that we won't get a that's my pick. bulls i took the bulls over pick with the seventh pick out of eight and i'm like they could go <laughs> i mean they it's not even you can go both ways it's like they can either stay right in the middle or they can get really bad really fast it's tough it's scary. i don't know which one they're gonna do have you watched the thompson like the thompson brothers i don't think they're twins is it they are twins they are twins yeah. holy crap they block they will. Asar. He will Detroit's block your shot. Asar Thompson, yeah. He will think, block your shot. <laughs> I think he's like third in the NBA in blocks, and he's like a six foot five inch rookie. There's no better highlight than when you do something against the other team, and the other team's bench like stands up or like leans back, and then they have to stop immediately because yeah. like they okay. realize he swatted somebody on the Suns to hell. He swatted their shot to hell. The ball actually ended <laughs> up in hell. And some bench warmer of the Suns almost fell out of his chair. And I was like, that's the best thing you could do in the NBA. It was just yeah. unbelievable. Oh, especially on a defensive play. Yeah. I mean, the Pistons are, they have some pieces. Whether I it comes like together it would be or better. Not. Yeah, you'd think, I, I, right? And yet they're two and nine. 
They could be that. <laughs> they could be that like Indian in waiting. You know, that kind of yeah, just like, like you're next. next. Year. You're next. Two years away from being two years away. Maybe yeah. a few more players. Yep. Kings last year. Indy this year. Maybe Detroit next year. How's your Wizards overpick doing for you? Well, they've won twice, so <laughs> technically, okay. I'm probably closest to reaching my mark than any other team, any other people who drafted. 23. But we give up a lot of points. A lot. <laughs> like, like, we give up 137. Cool. Just like, you can, you can assume. Baseline. Baseline. Starting at, <laughs> if we give up 133, good team win. Good team we. win. We. Oh, you're going full we mode. Oh, my God. I'm a huge whiz guy. <laughs> <laughs> How are the, how is the Jordan Poole experiment treating you? It's tough to watch. I mean, it's, it's like it's like bad basketball. It's there's a lot of scoring. He went from he went from being the sixth man on a championship Warriors team. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not forget that. That's totally. like a very uh, disciplined position to be. Yeah, for sure. System. Yes. Rules. Yes. Obligations. Role. You have a very <laughs> role. specific role. And then like a, a dog who's like they open the cage and it's just. All of DC is yours. Do whatever the fuck you want. You're on a dog beach with no <laughs> leash. You can go in any direction. If you want to jump in the ocean, you can do that too. Like you, you're I no- thought he'd average 41 points or something. See, that's what I was kind of banking on because I think that the Knicks' last preseason game of the year was against the Wizards, and he dropped like 50 on us or something. And easily. It was just, easily. And I was just like, oh, maybe he actually just needs no leash. Maybe he'll just be this freak that'll get me 30 wins. I'd really be surprised if they win 24 games. In his last uh, three games, he's had 11, 14, and 12 points. Not enough. <laughs> this, is not, this is not the Jordan Poole we wanted. Not enough. This is not the Jordan Poole we expected. I also saw a highlight tape of him today of only being in timeouts and him just being so distracted in timeouts or yeah. like so angry or like having like not paying attention to what coach is saying. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's why you got punched in the face. Oh, that's why Golden State traded you after signing you to a massive deal. He's shooting 41% from the field, not from. Field. Oh, no. 41% total. Shoot or shoot, but sometimes they shouldn't. <laughs> How about that behind the back step back three over Porzingis blocked? Dude, that was so <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> That was one of the funniest plays I've seen in a really long time. He just did not care that he had teammates. (laughs) No, street ball, casual, so cash. He did not care if that ball went in or out. He just wanted to throw a ball towards a rim. (laughs) The world's largest green light is had by Jordan Poole in Washington. I mean. Because they're borderline trying to lose. That's the thing. Yes, do whatever you want. That's going to actually be my worst trade deadline team. Because they are going to get rid of Kuzma, without a doubt. Who's been Gafford? Gafford's been playing really well for them, too. Yeah. They got some good pieces. Yeah. Like, bad will become worse. And Uh, I'm along for the ride. And Jordan Poole, yeah. 16 points per game. That's I I would have bet way, way, way over that. That is not it. But you did make one good bet. I know we have to wrap things up, but you did make one good bet in Dallas. Do you want to tell the listeners what it is? Oh, yes. Luca over two and a half threes per game. Um, All season. To average that for the season. That's right. Um, made threes. He has done that every year, but it's rookie year. So I'm like, okay, this is great. I'll max out. And then the max bet was like $750. I was sort of afraid to do that. Yeah. So I took a roughly half that. And every time I refresh the box scores, like Luca had four, six, nine, nine threes. Like, nine. He, he's getting like under two, maybe once, but like mostly in the four to seven range. And he's if you just, get a nine, you can go like two games without getting <laughs> one and you're fine. 
And he's not doing that. He's shooting a lot of threes. Yes. Like, the games that he goes below, he's, like, shooting one of 11. Like yeah. He's, uh, he's getting the, the attempts up. Yeah. And just the, the numbers of it, it won't, they won't allow him to get under two and a half threes per game. I should have bet much, much more. Yeah, you've texted me a lot saying, I'll never forgive you for not— Never, <laughs> ever, ever forgive you guys for not letting me bet. Oh, well. That's Luka my... Doncic over two and a half threes. He's going to average probably four threes a game. It's like on his Steph Curry shit right now, like step backs. Green lights. Green lights. Green lights. And when he's hot, he's hot. And he— like he he can get a three whenever he wants just because he's so big and slippery and coach everyone will be like that's fine we do not yes, care you can shoot. always <laughs> shoot it you i will never be upset if you luca shoot the ball <laughs> that's correct never feel bad i just saw a stat and again i know we have to wrap things up that okay. um career three-point uh, average 35 percent uh trey young 35 percent from three interesting i think yeah. that would be i thought that would be higher whatever I also saw that 34.8% R.J. Barrett from three. Huh. You would not put those two in the same class of three-point shooter. No, and I think the main difference is the, the threes that they get. Like, oh, wide-open corner threes, mm-hmm. R.J.'s bread and butter, and Trace is like off-the-dribble, sidestep, 38-footers, and they're still shooting like roughly the same. That's good context. That's yeah. good context. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Have not taught. Talked or thought about the Atlanta Hawks today. Yeah. I couldn't really tell you after Duante Murray and Trey Young, like, what's yeah. going on. Capella's, I'm sure, still there. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They won in Mexico City. That was fun. They did. You might have lost a bet on that. Yeah, you might have yeah. lost a bet on that. But it was fun to watch <laughs> a Mexico City game. Yeah, that was a fun game. They should do that more often. Yeah. NFL's going to Germany. Why not us? <laughs> Why not us? Because we're a I deserve to be in Mexico City. Vibes. How do you think the vibes were on this podcast, Amir? I think good. We were a little rusty, but overall, we had so much to talk about. There was no break. Yeah. 10 games in. We're back. 10 games in. I'll see you in 5 to 10 games, I guess. I'll see you in 5 to 10. I wonder what the biggest difference will be. Something will radically shift. We just don't know what it is yet. Luca to the Knicks. You heard it here first. Holy shit. Incredible. <laughs> we'll see if I'm right next episode. All right. See you guys soon. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon enough. Later, dudes. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Original.